0: live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A
1: new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and
2: analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss dust it off. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. All right, welcome to Never Had It So Good Sports Talk Radio.
3: Um, This is Francis Cooper, and thank you, a shout-out to Brian um, uh, Thomas. He was on our first show, Where Are They Now?, and we appreciate him stopping by. Our co-host, Duck Riley, is with us. Duck, how are you, sir?
4: Francis, you're hurting me with the the music (laughs) because I can't get up and do anything, man. I'm just working my shoulders and my, uh, my arms.
3: That's all I can do. Listen, Duck, now you and I both know you weren't doing much when you had two good feet. So <laughs> <laughs> those those USFL days are over. He threw in his hand. He said, Duck and Katie were on the sidelines making up stuff. That's how bad you all were, huh? <laughs> oh, wow <my. laughs> <laughs> That was a great interview. Again, um, former Pitt Green, Green Bay Packer and USFL stars. Um, Brian Thomas, he was on with us, and where are they now? So I'm excited about this show, um, and, Duck, I hope we can squeeze squeeze in a little bit of conversation about Mill Turk if we can. Will Harris, how are you, sir? Good awesome, awesome. Great, glad to have you. Let me welcome in our other co-host, Tim Moore. Tim Moore, how are you?
2: Doing well, Princess.
3: Awesome, awesome, awesome! Brian was a good interview, wasn't he, Tim?
2: Yeah, tremendous. Uh, you know, and it's good to to remind our younger listeners uh, that there was a heyday when Pitt was at the top of the uh, food chain in college football.
4: No, they were uh, at the Tim, top. Tim,
3: Tim
4: um, the nobody's food trying chain. to hear
3: that. Tim, nobody's trying to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> there was a certain segment that that wants to hear it, and I didn't. You know, I, I guess I did remember Dan Marino played for Pitt. And then was drafted um, to the Miami Dolphins, so um, that was a good reminder for me. Thank you, Tim, for bringing that up. Doc, how are you, sir? I'm good. What what is this this pit pit you're talking? Is pit is that what you guys are saying? Um, no, we're saying hail to pit. You know what we're saying, and you so all are playing dark. them this weekend. So now you got the be duck Ida's. <laughs> 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 yeah, hold on. Is cheer dance. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Duck is doing a chair
5: dance. Amen. <laughs>
3: all right, Carlos Bradley, how are you? I am good. How are you all? Doing really good, sir. Thank you for being on. All right, let's go ahead and welcome in, oh, it's Larry Tisdale. Larry Tisdale, oh, yeah. how are you, sir?
4: My girl.
3: Her- Something's it's, the matter with your
0: microphone. What's up, <laughs>
5: family? <laughs> Something's up it's with, just something on with
0: your microphone. It sounded like it lost the, the electricity for a minute. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I was so rooting nice. for the Patriots yesterday. Lord have was praying, and then they fumbled at the end. I said, get Jalen Hurts. And they had an opportunity, but they're the same old Patriots <laughs> without Tom Brady. So. <laughs> now
0: you understand yeah. how I feel watching the Giants play them Cowboys.
3: Oh, uh,
4: believe! Oh,
3: hey, did not even show hey, up. It was, I don't know what other no. game anybody else watched yesterday. If you didn't watch the Cowboys forty to nothing, I mean, what else oh, was, my was God. on? Oh, we'll get to that question later on. I'm sorry. Doug. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All
4: right, guys, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna do the open mic, and we, uh, with our open mic, we, I, I'm gonna throw out the uh, question, so we don't have to worry about thinking of something to say, because I want to start with you, Carlos. Let's talk a little bit about what's going on with Mayo Tucker. Mel Tucker. Michigan State, Mel Tucker. Oh. You know, I mean,
1: I don't really know if it's been clearly figured out what the whole deal is going on there at all. Um, I don't know what was said lately but but actually I, I don't know, Doc. I, I don't know what to make of the whole thing, to be honest with
4: you. Okay. Uh Will, what's what's your thoughts? Nail Tucker, you know, what they've been blasting across the screen and, and probably on social media.
6: Yeah, it's a difficult situation at this stage, um, in the if the allegations are serious, he denies them. I think what we've learned from these situations is it's best to uh, wait them out and see how it plays out. Don't rush to judgment on either side. Um, so I think it's just something we just have to sit back and kind of let play out. Unfortunately, you know, the team has to deal with it. The kids he's playing for, the Michigan State, have to deal with this for the next few uh, weeks as well. And, So we'll just hopefully it gets uh, resolved.
4: Okay. uh, uh, Doc, your thoughts, because they say suspended. Is it suspended for six games or suspended for uh, until the allegations clear up? Or is it suspended for the year? Because I'm thinking if he's suspended for the year, he's probably gone. You know, Doc, I I don't know if I even understand
5: what's going on um, from a standpoint of you know, they're doing investigation, so I guess obviously something came out in order to start the investigation. Um, but I, I know that coaches, especially in the pros, I guess in college as well, you know, he spent a lot of time in the office and stuff. But I, I, the, the thing that he admitted to, I just shook my head. I'm like, that's what's happening, like, in your office? I mean, and I'm thinking that <laughs> it has to, it has to be worse. I mean, I hate to be, you know, past judgment. But I'm like, it has to be worse. If that's what he committed, um, admitted to, then, I mean, what's the other stuff? And and then how are they going to figure out, you know, going forward, if there's more to be held with this? Because you know, he he said what he said, she said what she said. You know, unless there's you know video or some other, or you know some other audio, I don't I don't know where else they can go from here. He said, she said.
4: Okay. Uh... When come to you, Francis, because you know it's very seldom we have an opportunity to get that that type of position and receive that type of money it, it, you, Could you think sometimes they'd be trying to set us up i'm just I, I'm asking for a friend.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and and that may have been um the motive to set him up, but at four years ninety eight million or five eight five years ninety eight million that's a lot of money to 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 put on the line um she was a sexual harassment speaker and he commissioned her to talk about um sexual conduct duck to his players and then the third time he met with her, supposedly he honored her at the spring game um and gave her a game ball but um the the activity on his phone was she says triggered um when she was attacked uh is something to be desired, but obviously she had some proof of that. They were FaceTiming. But, you know, my assumptions, and that's all this is because this is, I wasn't there, is that obviously she got upset, but she filed sexual harassment, sexual harassment uh, grievances against him with the school. So he went from being suspended for six weeks or six months to now being completely fired. Um, and that contract, I don't know what kind of buyout, but that's a shame. I'm sad by it all. But you'd have to say maybe this was some en- entrapment and he took the bait. But obviously there was a relationship there or you, you don't do that kind of stuff in your office on the phone and all of that on FaceTime.
4: Yeah, uh, Tim, if you could kind of follow up on that because what Chris was saying, you know, he's invited her back two or three times. Okay. Mm-hmm. For for what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but evidently,
2: she was a, a noted uh, sexual harassment advocate, uh, mm-hmm. or activist, I guess, um, and and a trainer, a speaker, to try to, you know, be proactive in terms of teaching the kids what what sexual harassment was and what it wasn't, so that they would avoid it, and I think he obviously was very pleased with what she was doing the school was obviously pleased with what she was doing because they did have her back a couple of times and then gave her uh public recognition uh in the sense of an award uh, at the spring game several of the guys had mentioned when i first heard it and was trying to reserve judgment because you know in the in the book of genesis in the bible you you got adam and eve in the garden and uh, you know they, you know they eat the apple or whatever the fruit was that they ate, and God comes in and says, "How'd you know you were naked?" And the first thing Adam did was say, "You know that woman you gave me, Lord. Uh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be like Adam, and just immediately start going there. But at the same time, there were some things that I read in the uh, article done by USA." today dates just don't make a whole lot of sense to me. Uh, if she was being harassed so much, why was she sending him pictures of the two of them at the spring game? Um, yeah. And, and of course, you know, if the uh, allegations are true, he did sort of take the bait, as Princes mentioned. I just don't know quite what to think of it and how much of it was actual harassment, how much of it was someone... Uh, Wanting something in a relationship That didn't go the way they wanted it And I'm going to get you Uh, I I just don't know And I want to reserve judgment uh, And see what comes out In the investigation But it looks to me like Because Michigan State has had these problems in the past With the uh, doctor Who was molesting the the, uh, Women athletes They're probably going to make an example of him Whether it was as egregious As they uh, say it is or she says it is Or not And that's that's a terrible uh, State of affairs I think
3: okay, What well, we one do one... know is he was married Yes We do know that Okay.
4: Yeah I uh, want to come over to Larry, Larry Because we all know Everybody down here know Sexual harassment is Crazy as far as It could be certain things The way you look at somebody yes, I know it's it so is. many different it's so many different parts now, to I, it. I agree. Yeah, yeah. It's, that is
0: agree. Yeah. It's a very touchy subject, but, okay, so aside from he was married, um, and I understand that, uh, this is a slippery slope. This seems like this was a hit. And I only say this as far as this. She was invited back, and she responded and came back in kind, and they were sharing. And then all of a sudden, you know, his actions uh, seem to have changed, or, or, or her feelings seem to have changed. Um, it seems, and, and I'm being, it, it seems like a setup. Um, because if she had issues beginning, or if it was a one time deal, or if they had pictures together, you know, there's a path, there was some sort of a relationship there. And again, I'm not saying what he did was right because he was married, but there's a difference between having a fair and sexual you know you know sexual harassment and losing your job and you know people sitting down having conversations about you know that black man losing his job you know because it affects all of us um i think it it's obviously it's very unfortunate um, but again i think everybody spoke about this she's a activist she's a a counselor a rape activist or some sort of something around those um She knew what to look for. Right. Better than than anybody else did. So to all of a sudden tell me you have this expert that walks in this trap and all of a sudden this big black man has now presented himself (laughs) in a way that is unpleasant and sexual to her, it it seems very opportunistic to me. Like all of a sudden, after everything that's happened, now all of a sudden, it, it just does not make, it doesn't make sense whatsoever. And, again, I don't absolve him from the relationship. But we're not talking about a relationship now. We're talking about jail time. We're talking about an image. We're talking about that black man as a coach. And I think Tim may have mentioned this. You know, they want to come down hard on him. They didn't come down hard on my, uh, D'Antonio. They didn't come down on the basketball coach with everything when 60 minutes exposed to all of that. matter of fact, he didn't get in trouble. Now all of right. a sudden, again, you know, this young this black man and he fell for it. And he absolutely did fell for it. And now all of a sudden he's on his way out. This does not yeah. No, like, it just doesn't make it it doesn't make strength, uh, sense in the streets. I can tell you that right now. The courts may be different, but everybody in the streets know what
4: happened to that one. Okay? Okay, pass. No, pass. I'll, I'll, yeah, I want I wanna jump yeah. back to pressures because pressures, you know, my thing is, you know, she's a, a advocate uh, sexual harassment person, and you you FaceTiming, uh, and this is just rumor. You FaceTiming with clothes on or clothes off? What, what, uh, <laughs> I'm
3: asking again for a friend. I'm asking for a friend. Well, somebody had their clothes off, <laughs> but okay. I, I like what someone said here, and that is that she knows the signs. But in her complaint, she says that um, the unwanted masturbation by him set triggers for when she was attacked sexually at Oregon State, and it brought back all those memories and all of those fears. Okay. So, I mean, from a woman's perspective.
4: I'm sorry, Princess. I I don't mean to cut you (laughs) off. So she was watching all of that, right?
2: But she didn't see him, according. So she asked him what was he doing. So, evidently, she didn't see the whole thing.
4: Okay. Mm. Okay.
2: They were FaceTiming,
4: but she asked him what he was doing. What what was he doing? Well, we know what he was doing. Tim, Tim, he was playing cards. He had a good hand. I can't. I can't. I can't. I
3: can't. Oh, man. She asked America him for some money
6: not to help funds. pay her
2: mortgage, but, and, and, and he think,
0: said no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's important.
2: What Larry just said, we're, we're 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 sort of laughing because it doesn't make a lot of sense uh, logically. Right. Yeah. Uh, but but understand, none of us take this lightly. Um, uh, mm. I, I had a I and and part of the problem, part of the reason I'm as skeptical as I am, I lost a sister to domestic violence.
4: She was murdered
2: yeah. by her husband. I, I, you know, I don't take this lightly you know, at all if it's real, but I also don't take it lightly if somebody is setting someone up and accusing mm-hmm. them of something that they didn't do.
0: Yeah, and, 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 and yeah, by yeah, the way, right. us, we know, yes, we know just... people that have had accusations, and, and by the way, it's hard to disprove accusations on something that yes. somebody yes, says. That's, that's all yeah. you have to do is just put it out there. And once yep. it's out there, you know, six months later, you know, your, your name is tarnished, you've lost your job, and on the back right. page of the New York Times, they'd be like, my bad. Yeah, i to ring that bell.
3: We, we, have say, we've, we have to say, though, that if Michigan acted this fast and consulted whomever, the president, um, the trustees, or their legal department, they turned this pretty fast and said, okay, we need to go ahead and fire him. So
4: um,
3: it's a done deal. It's not like he's going to complain or file a grievance or, or sometimes a suit and he's coming back. This is his career. And as African-American coaches, it's not like he has a great opportunity that's, that's waiting on him. Um, you know, I, I say this all the time. Charlie Strong was offensive coordinator at Florida. Before that, he was at South Carolina, Notre Dame, head coach at Louisville in Texas, and now we don't know where he is. We do, but I'm saying the opportunities don't come that often like this with that type right. of money. Um and, and, and that really is a shame here, you know, not only his his financial stability um in upheaval, but his family and how he can put all this back together. And all because of something that may or may not have been, but she seems to have the upper hand because they've terminated. Yeah, and yep.
4: and Press they believe. They bleed her because she's been working with them. So you know, while, look, basically, exactly. basically you know, the other part of it is, hey, you know what? We went through this. We need to get this done as quick as possible. We don't need right. any more stars on Michigan State. And you I know,
0: hope they didn't leave that themselves that... open.
2: Good ahead, Larry.
0: Yeah, I hope they didn't leave themselves open by you know this uh, maybe a knee jerk reaction. Um, to you know, maybe her claims. Um, I, I'm hoping that maybe there's a video, some concrete proof, uh, something. But I hope that there's not a video of some sort of a relationship. Because if there's a video of some sort of a relationship that they had, uh, this could be turned on its head.
4: Yeah. Hey, well, Larry, we well we know we that's one video we don't want out there. So anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: but even Larry was in a relationship, with Duck. Even yeah. <laughs> within a relationship, there is that I said no, or he um, um, had some unwanted behavior that was not received by me. And she's talking the language, guys. She's talking yeah, yeah, the she language.
0: She knows the language. she knows and the language.
3: Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But she never, said, and,
0: she never said during that video at any point that she said to say no or anything. She said she felt uncomfortable. It affected that's right. her. But she had never, at no point, did she say stop. hmm
2: Well, you know, you know, and one of the things, and I'll leave this alone after I say this, and I know Carlos and some of you all have been relatively quiet, and I understand why. Um, But when I, one of my jobs uh, when I was with in Columbus, Ohio, was working for the state of Ohio, they caused us to, uh, well, they told us we had to go through sexual harassment training. And and I've always been a big flirt most of my life. Um, I came out of that sexual harassment training afraid to compliment women because they can say almost anything you did is mm-hmm. sexual harassment. And that's, that's right. why I'm a, I'm a little skeptical when I hear these kinds of claims. I want to know actually what happened. And this one just, as Larry said, it doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense on the street.
4: No. Well, All right, guys, we're going to, move, we're, we're to gonna, we're gonna uh, move on, because I know we don't want to get bogged down, but this discussion, we'll probably pick it up again tomorrow. I want to uh, yeah. I want to come back to Carlos because I want Carlos. I need to know yep. your top five teams now. In in the pros in college. In college, we now well, no, we haven't talked about pros yet. College.
1: <laughs> well, we got to go. I mean, I'm staying with Georgia. Um, I'm going to go Georgia. Ooh, I got to stay with Ohio State. Bama moves down. USC, Penn State, Texas. Okay,
4: well, Y'all
6: stick with Georgia at one. I'll go Michigan number two. Florida State three. Texas four. And five, I'll put USC. All
4: right, Tim.
6: Wow. Um
2: you know, two of my top five has, has disappeared. So I'm gonna go with Georgia, uh Florida State, uh, Michigan, um Penn State and uh Texas. All right, uh
4: Francis.
3: I'm going Georgia, Michigan, um, at Big Win, uh in Alabama. So I got Texas at three, Penn State at four, FSU at five and That just breaks my heart.
4: (laughs) All right. Uh, Larry.
0: Yeah. um, Oh, this is going to be a little unfair. Um, But I got Georgia at number one. I got Florida State at number two. Texas at number three. I got Michigan at number four, uh, followed by Penn State at number five.
3: Okay. What was unfair? What was the unfair part? FSU uh, was number two. Uh,
0: Michigan, uh, dropping, dropping Michigan way down. I'm just not a, I'm not a believer in that team yet in, in, in okay. the way they've played over the past few years.
4: All right. Uh,
5: Doc? Yeah, I got uh, Georgia, Michigan, um, Florida State, Texas, and uh, USC.
4: Okay. Doc, I want to stay right with you. Uh, I want to talk about the uh, Notre Dame-NC State Gang. What was your thoughts?
5: Well, besides the rain delay, um, I I think it just kind of proved that, uh, you know, Sam Hartman, you know, did the right thing by, you know, leaving Wake Forest and going to Notre Dame. They, they seem to have, you know, a lot more balance, um, than they have in the previous years with running attack and passing attack. And, you know, their, their defense has always been solid. So, uh. And I think that was an impressive win to go into uh, NC State and just kind of push them around a little bit. And, um, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, Lara. Yeah, so, you know, this game started off slow, though. Um, I was, I was yeah. watching it in the beginning, put it back and forth. This game was slow. You know, seven points, I believe, in the first, uh, you know, maybe 14 in the second, and then they poured it on. So I think the talent level – Uh, showed itself, and again, I said this before, I think Sam Hartman's, uh, you know, in in the Heisman uh, category. Um, I think he's a good quarterback. I think he changes that team dramatically. I think they are now a contending team uh, with the talent that they have around them, although I don't think they have top-tier talent yet. Sam Hartman is probably better than some of the quarterbacks that maybe that Alabama quarterback and and maybe even FSU and some of the others. So... um, Having those together, I think, put them in the category of uh, playing for a national championship, possibly.
4: All right.
1: Uh, Carlos. Well, you know, after that long delay, um, you know, you've got to kind of pull yourself together. But I think, as everyone said already, Sam Hartman really proves that he's the real deal in, in making the difference at Notre Dame. He's finally giving them that balance. You know, they can run the ball pretty good already, but now in the passing attack, spreads the field a little bit more and you know we thought he would go in and handle NC State as he did.
4: Okay, uh Channel.
2: Yeah, Doug, I, I I was expecting Notre Dame to win. Um I think they're pretty good this year. Um, I, I think they got a pretty good team, especially with Hartman the quarterback. Okay,
4: Francis.
3: Um yeah, Doug Sam Hartman um four touchdown passes i mean and, and it, there's there's a running game there um eventually um after the slow start um they, they poured it on so um but I, it's a good move for Sam Hartman and and i think they are if they can they are a contender um if they can go through this schedule
4: okay will it was a
6: good win with uh, Notre Dame. I think with Sam Hartman, they have something. They finally got a quarterback that can uh, get them over to hunt for uh, TD passes. I think on the other side, NC State, there's too many turnovers. You just can't beat yourself against an offense when you're facing a team like Notre Dame. And they ran the ball well uh, also. So uh, I like this offense from Notre Dame after
4: three games so far. Okay, staying right with you, Utah Baylor.
6: Yeah, this was a sloppy game. If you like passing, this wasn't the game for you. Um I thought Utah did their job. Uh, Baylor just made too many mistakes, too many miscues to win a game like that. Uh, Utah, I mean, credit to them. I mean, they're 2-0 without Cam rising. So I think the, all they have to do right now is just try to keep winning and stay in contention until he comes back. I think they'll eventually they'll need him, though, because they, they ran the ball what, four, over 45 times. So, I mean they're trying to compensate without their quarterback, but I think if they're eventually gonna get over the hump and compete for that uh conference, they'll need a uh, rising back foot. Right now they're doing their job just staying in contention, staying afloat and hopefully he'll be back soon.
4: Okay, uh Carlos.
1: Yeah, you know, it as well said, it was it was sloppy, you know, and the Baylor um looked like they were gonna get themselves together and then Utah just, just came on. So um I think it went the way we, we expected it to, but in a different way.
0: It was very sloppy. That was the key.
4: Okay, uh, Liar,
0: You know, I, uh, Baylor kind of blew it. Um, this was a heck of an opportunity not having Cam in there um, to, to jump up in the numbers, and they didn't. Um, Utah did what they needed to do, like, as you know, Will mentioned, to, to just stay into the game and at the end, the pedigree kind of uh, proved itself out. Um, but Baylor really dropped the ball on that one. I, I, I wasn't sure Utah was going to be
4: able to come back. Okay, Doc.
5: You know, that was a, a real disappointing loss for Baylor. I mean, after coming off the, you know, embarrassing loss to Texas Tech, I'm not going uh, Texas State, I can't even remember which school it was. Texas State, um, you know, you thought they would come out with a little bit more fire, and it was almost like Utah felt the same, like, you know, we're just hanging around, hanging around. And then at the end they're like, oh, they're trying to give us this game. I guess we might as well just go ahead and take it because
3: Baylor should have won that game.
4: Okay. Uh, Princess.
3: um Utah didn't score a touchdown until the final two minutes of the game, and they scored two to come back and win this game. They had six points the entire game. Um, So, you know, Baylor gave it to him, and Utah finally said, "Oh, okay, well." And 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 now we have Baylor zero two, and Utah, you know, um, still undefeated. So, but Utah should have lost this game. Baylor gave it to him. Okay, yeah, uh, Tim.
2: Yeah, all I say is unimpressive. Just, uh, just a bad <laughs> game. I thought. All right, I'm
4: gonna stay with you. Nebraska, Colorado, Tim
2: surprising. Uh, I thought Nebraska's defense started the game strongly, and I was thinking that it was going to go down to the wire, but then uh, Colorado's skilled, skilled guys uh, just took over the game uh, about midway through the second quarter, and it was no contest after that. Um, Nebraska needs a quarterback.
4: Okay. Uh, Wheel, Nebraska, Colorado. I actually
6: liked Nebraska's game plan early on. They tried to play ball control, uh, run the ball uh, on the defense. They played great defense, I thought, for at least a half. But, I mean, it's just too many miscues to play that style of football. If you're going to go with the ball control route, you got to have zero turnovers. you got to have good special teams. I mean, they missed the field goal early on. I, mean, I think Colorado finally got it together. They figured out it at halftime. When they exploded that second half, another great game for uh, Shador, and he's got so many more weapons. Uh, Travis Hunter gets the most attention, but that's a deep wide receiver room that they have there. So, I mean, it was on to their next game. Colorado's 2-0 now. I didn't expect them to get
4: off to such a fast start. Okay, Doc?
5: Yeah, I I agree with that one said. I mean, at the beginning of the game, Nebraska defense, I mean, they look like you know, the old black shirts back in uh, Osborne days. <laughs> and, you know, and they're trying to – Control the ball like the, like Will said. Um, it's that quarterback. He just he's giving it up. Fumbles, throwing interceptions, and um, but I was really impressed as everyone's mentioned in the second half what what uh, Colorado did. And you know Shadour, I, mean, I saw him a few times. Uh, you know obviously like you know last week and last year, but I man, he can really swing it. I mean some of those passes when he was going to his left, the one touchdown I can remember specifically, he was going to his left. And he was, in the you know, announcers were talking about how you got to turn your shoulders because you know they had your boy Joel, Joel Klatt, who you know was to go to Colorado, and he was like, you know, you got to turn mm-hmm. your shoulders. How difficult of a throw that was, and and I was I was really impressed. I mean, not that I was impressed last week, but I think it was more this week because he just was more fine-tuned, especially since things weren't going their way early on. But you know, they they turned it on the second half and you know won comfortably. Okay, Larry.
0: Yeah, it um, started off slow, it, 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 as somebody mentioned, and it took him the first quarter for Colorado to figure it out. Um, but what is surprising, you know, in his first year, Nebraska is compared to – I'm sorry, Colorado compared to Nebraska is, again, the talent that he's amassed over there through the portal and everything else and whatever they've done developing these players, they really started to shine, especially the skill players. But I've got to give him some credit to that defense, and that offensive line is, is holding on. Um, again, I've said this. This is about uh, not necessarily even this year uh, for Dion and, and uh, the Buffaloes. This is really uh, an entire season of recruiting. I can't imagine what he's going to look like next year. But Shador Sanders looks like the best quarterback that I've seen play this year. Um, he doesn't make too many mistakes. He doesn't throw bad balls. and He knows where to put the ball and where to keep the ball away from and has a great touch and some athleticism. Okay.
4: Uh, Carlos, Matt Rule, right. he's been everywhere. And he <laughs> talking about Deion.
1: Yeah. So Gion said this game was personal. He said the team took it that way, that it was personal. And – I think they played it that way. It was personal. But I think one thing that's really getting left out with – Dion has shown the ability to lead and gather talent and and direct the forces. But what he's really done is he put together a really good staff. I mean, Mm -hmm. a really good staff because what you see – he said that we knew the defense had to get better. Guess what? The defense got better. All right? The game started out tough, and Nebraska was right there. But then that second half, coming out of the locker room, it was just like they just turned it on. Okay, we see what we got to do. And they, then they just did it. So I think the thing we need to not forget is respect Dion for his leadership ability, but also respect the fact that he's put together – a really, really good staff to help develop out these players. Great room.
4: Okay. Press, uh, I want to finish up in Nebraska and uh, Colorado, uh, because were you surprised at how quick they made those halftime adjustments against Nebraska?
3: That was surprising to me because I thought that Nebraska defensively um, played a very good first half. And if their quarterback hadn't just, you know, had so many turnovers, that would have been a tight game. I think it was 13-3 or 13-0 at halftime. So, yes, the, the adjustment and how much better they looked in the seven, second half um, was was surprising and, and just very good. And, you know what, more than anything, um, they won last week, and, and we talked about now they have to manage the expectations. Can they come back and win, win again, you know, um, and they did. With a you know a sellout crowd and with everybody and their mama with with prime passes and you know there were more NFL players on the sideline and um and they did and I agree with everybody that said Chidori Sanders looks really good um and he made a lot of plays with his feet in the second half too and, and still threw some some um, some very good passes so um they're now two and zero with Colorado State coming. Um, and then it's Oregon and then it's USC. I, I want to see where they are after that five-game five, five game schedule because I predicted, I don't know, one and four, two, two and three, and here they are, um, you know, sitting undefeated so far.
4: Oh,
0: uh, I'm sorry. Uh, i I didn't know if anybody – and it's a little off topic um, uh, when we talk about the hate that he receives. And his team. I didn't know if anybody had the opportunity to see the Jason Whitlock uh, interview story. Yeah, I uh, heard it. It's
4: exactly. not even worth okay. discussing.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Oh no. my goodness. Okay. Yeah. But
4: nobody wants to talk about him. That that gives him yeah. too much. That gives him too yeah. much uh, our time. But anyway.
3: But, I want. But duck. I, I do know. want to say I'm sorry that Matt Rule did take his whole team out there on the Colorado Buffalo logo, and that's mm-hmm. where he met. And um, Shador was out there warming up and, and went to, to break it up. And Matt Rule made a statement today that he took his team out there to, to, to pray. And he invited Shador to come pray with them. <laughs> he did.
4: That's, say that. that's great. That's, that's a yes, great comeback. Oh, he did. Yeah. 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 Uh, 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 everybody, I just want to know, is it true that uh, Dion is going to create... The theme music for the the ninety year old lady. <laughs> yeah, that's a that girl. That is yeah. a girl. Okay, I just wanna know. All right. The last one, Princess, Texas, Alabama.
3: Did you say me? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um I Texas didn't back down. And um I thought uh, the quarterback, Quinn, he played played one of his best games. Um, I, I think he had three touchdown passes, if not four. I can't remember. Um, but they were not afraid, and I thought they had a good game plan. And I think someone else said it to him, and I think it was Tim off air and we were talking. Um, Texas has some, some horses at the skill position, and, and that was evident. And although Milroe looked good in his first game, I think that was just a gimme game with Three touchdown passes um, and then two running. He didn't look good in this game, and I, I don't. I don't know if they have a quarterback problem. Let's see. Maybe it was Texas defense, but Sarkisian came in as a former assistant and, and, and beat um, Coach Saban at his own game and and and, and looked good doing it at 34 24. Congratulations to him. All
4: right, uh, Doc.
3: You know, Doug,
5: I was really disappointed. And I thought it had a rooting interest per se, but I was really disappointed in Alabama. I mean, you know, Saban, when he was, you know, prior to, I guess, like, you know, 10 years ago, and he used to win by just running the rock and playing good defense. And then when he found out that he really couldn't stop anybody, that's when he started getting the receivers and the quarterbacks in. And so it's hard for me to imagine that Bama doesn't have a quarterback with the ones that have been through there the past few years. And for him to think that they could win that way with, I mean, I guess there's no other quarterback on the roster, but you know, Mill he, he wasn't very good. And, you know, it, it just, and, and the defense is making a lot of mistakes too. I now mean, I give, you know, give credit obviously to the scheme that the Texas had. And, you know, as Francis said, they got some dogs, but Bama was very unimpressive and very unsaving like, especially at home. Okay. Uh, what we're going to do, Good. guys,
3: uh,
4: on sake of time, we're going to kind of cut everything down to a minute. So, uh, Lyra, Stop, you we are... have
3: time. We have time. Oh, okay. I'll schedule it for right. a little okay. bit later because there's no show afterwards.
0: But
4: okay,
3: so I leave all it to right. you. Um, I I thought there were
0: a, some there were a few major differences. Uh, uh the quarterback Quinn ears ears um looked totally different than when we saw him last, and I think the, the yeah. announcers even mentioned it. He looked totally different and different. He did not break down. There was something different nope. about him this year, and that was the major difference. Secondly, the athletes they've always had athletes, but they are really playing now and believing uh, on that Texas team. And I was really surprised at the lack of what it appeared to be, a lack of athleticism on the Alabama side. It's almost like he's and – and I don't want to jump ahead. It's almost like that team is kind of losing it. Like there's some faith or something being lost out there. I don't know. It's because maybe the quarterback play or whatever, but it did not look like the Alabama team of the past. Texas absolutely did put the roles on this one,
3: isn't it, Tom? Uh, I mean, I mean, Alabama has yeah. been winning now on on top of this mountain for ten years, and really rolling through with ten wins, eleven wins, twelve win seasons. I, I'm yeah. I'm happy to see. <laughs> You know, it roll on to something else besides Dabo and Nick Saban.
4: Yeah. All right. Uh, K- Carlos, and I, I'm still Nick Saban fan. But go ahead, Carlos. I don't know better. <laughs> <laughs> so,
1: once again, a, a Saban assistant beats him only for the second or third time. But I, I think what this game really showed was Alabama got out coached across yeah. the board. That's, that's the way yeah. I see it. Because if you – Texas didn't back down, just like was already stated, Texas did not back down. Okay, Bama, don't back down. Now, what do we have? I think Texas put their players, put their quarterback in a better position and used him correctly, and I think Bama didn't. So, you have a, a big stud quarterback that clearly throws a nice steep ball, okay, and can run, okay, because he's big and strong. Why did they not feature that? So you throw the ball deep. You spread the D out. You then run the quarterback because you got space. Now you hit underneath. I mean, just the basic, you know, things they could have done offensively that I thought was lacking. Um, If you have a quarterback that's not as comfortable, then you get him comfortable at what he does. And I think Bama did not do a good job at that. I think the guy has some ability. But I don't think they put him in the right position to show that.
3: Hats off to Texas. Well. Right. That's what I said. Yeah. Texas scored 21 points in the fourth quarter. They were, they were not afraid. They had a game plan and they stuck to it and executed it. 21 points you, in the fourth right. quarter. They got out. Bama got out coached. Where did that go? Oh,
4: sorry, President. When Carlos mm-hmm. said that I have fell up, fell and couldn't get up. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyway, uh, I, Jim. You got it. Yeah, uh, uh,
2: yeah. Uh, Milro Um, I'm not sure. I'm sort of like Carlos. I'm not sure how bad he is. Um, Alabama couldn't run the ball against those big boys from Texas, that defensive line was getting – I mean, they were, they were getting – they were in the backfield all night. And um, that has to do with Alabama's offensive line not being able to block them. Um, mm-hmm. And if we remember last year, Texas outplayed them most of the game last year and should have won, yep. uh, save for a, for a miracle fourth down play that Bryce Young uh, had uh, in Austin. Um I'm not sure Alabama's a really bad team. I think Texas may be just a really good team, and on top of that, as Carlos mentioned, Sarkeesian had a tremendous game plan. So you know that that might be that might be the answer to it. Texas may be better than we think.
4: I will right, uh, horns down. <laughs>
6: Yeah, I mean, I think Texas is just a better team. Uh, I think with Alabama, they have 10 years of dominance, but this is a pretty young roster for uh, Nick Saban's standards. So this is, I, wouldn't, I won't use the R word rebuild ever for a Nick Saban team, but I don't think it's going to be your typical season where they're coming in with championship expectations. Maybe they're 10-3, 9-4 this year, and next year is when they all get better, develop, get that chemistry, and make a run. But as far as Texas, I mean, UR's improved significantly from last year good weapons for him as well. Uh, look actually, on the wide receivers, I mean, I was surprised. I thought Alabama's cornerbacks were one of their strengths. I mean, Texas uh, receivers were beating them all game long. I mean, Texas looks like they're the real deal. And as far as uh, Milro goes, I mean, I think, again, we, I mean, they, with Alabama standards, you're going from Tua to Mac Jones to Bryce Young, all of these first-round picks. I and mean, Milro's a sophomore, still needs reps, still needs development. He's got good traits. I mean, he's, he's big. He can run. I think they need to gear the offense more towards him than the typical pro concept they're doing with Bryce and Matt Jones. And I think he can have some success this year, but I think maybe next year if they're patient enough with him is when he'll start to uh, take off.
3: Okay.
4: I, I agree with that. So, Tim, let's uh, talk about uh, September 16th. Think, you, you got it.
3: I think Tim had to go, didn't he?
4: Yeah. Oh, is it, uh, yeah, okay. Uh want to stay with you. Uh, Princess, let's start with you. Uh, South Carolina, Georgia.
3: Um, I I think Georgia wins, wins this by two or three touchdowns. You know, although South Carolina bounced back this week against Furman, it was Furman. Spencer Rattler looked really good, and he may show flashes of that. In you know, um, in the game against Georgia, but for South Carolina to go to Athens between the hedges, I think Georgia beats them by at least two or three touchdowns. Um, yeah. Okay. All right, Doc.
5: I agree, Princess. I think Georgia's going to beat the breaks off of uh, South Carolina between the hedges. I just, <laughs> I don't, I don't see them, you know, competing. Like off. you said, it was, it was, yeah, beat the breaks off. It was. I mean, it was Furman <laughs> last week, so yeah. All right. Uh, will?
6: Yeah, I'm going to go with Georgia big here. I just think South Carolina and Spencer Rattler are too inconsistent, man. Georgia defense will just give them problems.
1: Okay. Uh, Carlos, Going with Georgia, we don't know which South Carolina team will show up, but I think we do know what Georgia team will show up. <laughs> Georgia big. All
4: right. Larry?
0: Right. Yeah. yeah, I concur with everybody. The Georgia big. I think Georgia comes out to actually prove a point, so they could win by more than three touchdowns. Okay.
4: Staying with you, like li- Minnesota, UNC.
0: Ooh. You know, a better game than I expected. Um, I, I like Minnesota, and I do like their coach. UNC has been an up-and-down team. I'm not sure. I'm going to go with the coaching from Minnesota and uh in a win this week. Adopt.
5: I I, I go the other way. I think, uh, I think Carolina and you know, the Drake may are showing a lot of progress. Uh, I think they take the, take the dove.
3: Uh, precious. Um <laughs> I'm, I'm tired of picking UNC. They're they're so up and down. I, I they barely won. I thought this week, so um, I'm picking Minnesota just because. Okay, you
4: gotta remember Appalachian State never was a, a slouch. Now, all right, will? Not exactly. I'm
6: going with uh, the Tarheels. I think with Appalachian State with that can become a bit of a rivalry game. They give people a hard time. All the in-state schools. But I think Drake May and the Tarios will get this one. Carlos,
1: where's the game? Chapel Hill.
4: Do we?
6: Chapel Hill? Yeah. I
4: go Tar Hills. Okay. Staying right with you, uh, Carlos, Washington and Michigan State.
1: I'm going Washington, you know, just, just with the, the upheaval and the just with all the turnover, I mean, we just don't know what's even going on at Michigan State. Do we even know who's interim coach there now? I mean. Holland,
4: Holland Barnett.
1: Yeah, okay. Right. I'm going with Washington.
4: Uh, I hit
3: <sighs> Okay, I'm not going to say what I was going to call the Michigan State. Line. I'm, um, Washington.
4: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Be nice, Francis. Uh, All right.
3: <laughs>
4: okay. All right, Lyra, Did I get you? No.
0: Um, yeah, I like Washington. I think I think Pennix is a, a much better than average uh, player, and he, he could can. Uh, with everything that's yeah with everything that's happening at Michigan State. We well, yeah, this could this could easily be a thirty-five point uh, victory.
6: I will. They got Washington. We talk about uh, Shador and uh, Drake, uh, Caleb Williams in the back Well, What about uh, Michael Phoenix at Washington? He's also been one of the better quarterbacks in the country, so we'll see how he does, but I'll take Washington in this one. Rock?
5: Yeah, I mean, the game is in East Lansing, which I think, you know, gives them a little bit of advantage, but I think, uh, you know, Penix has been playing well, as Will just mentioned, and, you know coming from Indiana, he's used to playing in Michigan state, so i, I got got uh, you do
4: okay staying with you doc b y u arkansas
5: you know um you know the past few years b y u has been uh you know kind of up and down um not sure where the game is, but uh i you now i think I'm gonna take Arkansas. Okay, sure.
0: Yeah, like Arkansas, you know, last year we had them. really picked ties, especially in the beginning of the year. They played extremely well. Um, they kind of withered away as the season went along, uh, but they still have KJ Jefferson, I believe, who's a, a you know a, a big, strong quarterback. I think he leads this team to a victory.
4: Okay, Carlos.
1: Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Arkansas. I liked them a lot last year with their defense played tough with the big strong quarterback, and they had some really good skill players, receivers, and backs. Some had moved on. BYU is always sneaky, but I think Arkansas will prevail. <laughs> okay, okay. Well,
3: and well with Arkansas
6: as well with uh, KJ Jefferson coming back. I think the last couple of years are just a team that I thought would surprise people who just never could get over that buying the SEC West um, with Alabama and L S U looking kind of shaky the first couple of weeks, maybe is this the year they finally make that jump. So I'll take them this
4: week. Okay, uh Francis.
3: I'm sorry, I was I was on mute. I haven't seen either one of these teams play um this year, but I'm gonna go with the SEC and Arkansas. I like the way they came out last year. They kinda of faltered down the stretch, but um, I, I like Jefferson, too, as everyone else has said. So, um, Arkansas, I think they're favored by almost, um, I don't know, 10 points, I think it is. So
4: Okay, I'm going to stay with you, Francis, and I hate to even ask you this one. Uh, what pro game did you watch this weekend?
3: You know what game I watched. I mean, was there any other game on except for Sunday night? I watched Dallas yeah. Cowboys and <laughs> – and <laughs> the, the New York Giants <laughs> and Saquon Barkley, who you know um, had forty percent of the offense last year, and 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 Daniel Jones, they look pitiful, uh, pitiful. Oh. Come on now, I mean, there I really isn't much bad. you can say say about this, except for the defense played better than the offense, but totally, the Giants have have got to be. Uh, in, in an uproar today in their front office. Uh, now, let's be serious. Yeah. Be. All right. To and A. Yeah, you just cut me right. off, Duck. You said, you said, all right, like, okay, let's just, oh, let's just move on. Oh, <laughs> you know. Wait a minute. Duck, I didn't get to predict um, Pitt, uh, Pitt in West Virginia. Why was that not on the schedule? Uh, uh,
4: uh, because because and for, and for us, that's a no-brainer. We... We, we, yeah, you know,
3: a, we yeah, like get we, we we like panther meat, so we'll we'll Hold at, on, mm-hmm. let me see if Tori's on. Okay, Tori's <laughs> on. West Virginia. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, Doc, I'm sorry.
4: What, what program pro did you watch? Prison? Jamar Knight you'll be somewhere <laughs> else. But anyway,
5: <laughs> I watched that. Uh, I watched that shootout in SoFi with uh, – you know, the 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 uh Chargers and the uh, Dolphins. And uh I you know, the Cheetah I, I don't know how they even guard him. I mean, he just yeah. he beats you off the line and then he feel like he's always open, either downfield or across the middle. And uh you know I think if if they can keep Tua upright and not you know get his head bashed in um I think I think Miami can really do something this year. But yeah, that but that's the game that I watch. Wow. Or to us, to back Okay, okay.
4: Lyon,
0: what game you, Listen, there we're what game. We're what pro game. I, I apologize. There were, you know, I watched the Eagles and, it, you know, they didn't, it, they won but didn't look great. But the game that I was really interested in watching was the Browns Bengals game, um, and I was really rooting for, you know, our boy coming back off of, you know, what he did, and they destroyed the Bengals. Um, so I was surprised – I was really surprised to see that. I thought it would probably be uh, a closer game. And then also the Lions-Chiefs game. Uh, for the Lions to do what they did, obviously, uh, I think today they, <laughs> the Chiefs uh, are, are signing their boy back on that D-line. Uh, so uh, two really, really, really good games.
4: Okay. Uh, let's go with Salos. Uh,
1: yeah, I watched – The shootout in SoFi also, Chargers playing horrendous, dumb defense against Miami, (laughs) who was hot. Chargers made just some ridiculously dumb mistakes, running the ball out of the end zone to the four, pushing a receiver at the end of the half, just stupid stuff. Also watch the Eagles not look good and make dumb decisions also against the uh, Patriots, who also mistakes. We've seen in the beginning of the season, a lot of dumbness because this is the first game some of these guys have played football in a month, okay? But that's a whole other topic of conversation. And then I finished with um, the Giants looking horrendous against the Cowboys, and I've said I think that the, the Giants are going to have some problems anyway because You take the player that was 40% of your offense and you don't want to pay him and then you overpay a very average quarterback $40 million and you go get a tight end that can't stay upright on the field and give him an average of $17 million, I think there's going to be issues in their locker room regardless.
4: Okay, uh, well... How about the
6: uh, Bears-Packers? I think it's a story of two young QBs, both very uh, athletic, big arms, high upside potential, one Jordan Love, sat a few years, developed, learned from a veteran, finally gets his chance, played extremely well. Justin Fields, just uh, not as good situation, and has multiple coaches at this stage in his uh, career, been up and down throughout his career and was very inconsistent. So I think – I just go to show you with young quarterback the team you go to matters. Okay. Tim?
2: Yeah, I saw some some really good football this weekend, um starting with Thursday night. I thought Detroit uh looked really good against the Chiefs and the Chiefs need to get Chris back, Chris Brown, Chris uh, Jack, uh Jones back in a hurry. Um they they need him. And Kelsey, you know, makes a makes a big difference too in terms of what um, what my quarterback wants to do. I mean, he had a lot of drops. Uh, that but that was a good ball game, and Detroit was was everything that they said that they were going to be. And I'm going to be keeping my eye on them. Um, I thought yesterday the, the Carlos mentioned the San Diego. I, I still call them San Diego. Uh, the Chargers and uh, the Dolphins. That was a great game, um, and San Diego did kind of let that one slip away. They did some some really kind of not so smart things down the uh, down the stretch, and I'm starting to become a uh, a little bit more of a believer in Tua. I always thought he could throw the long ball, but I never thought he could read defenses. And he um, he's starting to show some signs now. Um, and I'm going to keep my eyes on the Jets tonight. Uh, they've got a test. they got a test because uh, I think Buffalo's a better ball club than they are. But we'll see what they've got, and uh, I'm rooting for them.
4: Okay. Uh, staying right with you, Tim. Uh, this week, are you beefing or are you making us go – Hmm. i tell you, I'm, I'm beefy. I saw,
2: I saw Justin Fields scramble and get hit inbounds two yards yesterday. Um, he was actually shoved. He wasn't really even just blasted. He was shoved out of bounds, and they tried to call targeting. They've taken that thing too far. I mean, they're taking the physicality out of football, and it's just making me crazy. Uh, I mean, you, you know, what is a defensive player supposed to do when you can't even tackle a guy hard without getting a targeting foul. It's just, that was ridiculous. He was two yards in bounds, and he didn't really get unloaded on. He got
4: pushed uh, out of bounds,
2: and they tried to call targeting until they uh, did the
4: replay. Okay. Well, you're beefing. I'm making this
6: go, hmm. I'm beefing with the New York Giants. I mean, this offseason, you got two players. <laughs> you got Daniel Jones, one of the – Bottom-level quarterback, <laughs> you know, average as you can be. It's $45 million. You have Saquon Barkley, probably top five, top ten running back in the league, their most explosive weapon, probably the best player on the team. They play stingy with him, and they give him, what, a $10 million extension? So you got Daniel Jones at $40 million. Saquon, lucky to get 10. And I watched this team last night with uh, Daniel Jones with two interceptions. This looks Awful, bits Continuing to be inconsistent. I don't even know if he's even their long-term guy, even after this extension. So, I just think the way the league is valuing running backs, the Giants are looking pretty uh, silly right now. We'll see if they turn it around. Yeah,
4: my okay. Be back. Uh, Carlos, you're beefing. I'm making us go. Hmm.
1: I'm I'm beefing, but I think I think Will is like my Kendrick Spirit and in, in my my <laughs> brother here because when it's either. He's usually the other thought that I had, he usually speaks on it. Thank you, well. But I'm glad he made that point. But I'm beefing with the NFL. And unlike what Larry said, like there was some good football, a lot of this stuff, we got to look at what is good football. Is it good because the game's close? Is it a lot of offense? Or is it not good football because – Coaching decisions are bad, play is bad, decisions are bad, and I think it's the latter. You know, a lot of these guys have not played football for a month, okay? I think that's a joke. The strong survive in football. You got to go play the game, okay? You can't, like, just be in practice with these pillows on your head, talking about this is what I'm going to do in that situation, no, you got to go ahead and do it. It's third and one. <laughs> who's going who's gonna to step in this hole? It's third uh, and one. Let's go. Who's yeah. going to make this decision? And I think the NFL needs to be looking at the product that they have out. It looks like preseason now.
4: That's what it looks like.
1: Coaches making uh, poor decisions. Players doing idiotic stuff. Who intercepts uh, a ball in the end zone runs to the four-yard line? Who pushes a receiver in the back on an uncatchable ball when when you're in a tight game? Like it's ridiculous mm. stuff. Who? Ta- who? Who? What analytics said? Let's let's go for it on fourth and a long two
2: on our crazy. own
1: forty eight? Yeah, ridiculous. <laughs> I could go on and yeah. on, but
4: the coaching, yeah, the decisions mic.
1: making are ridiculous. I'm done.
4: Oh, you. <laughs> not you not Carlos, you, you What generation have is he sure. from?
1: Carlos,
4: he's he saved it for the you saved it for the X files. I got you. Okay. All right. oh. He said pillows on your head. With a pillow on it. Oh my I love goodness! That. <laughs> oh, I
3: can't
1: follow
4: my that one. No, you beef, and I'm making us go. Hmm. No, I can't
0: beef after that. So
4: I, I got I mean a
0: <laughs> you yeah, know, so mine's going to be just a little different. Uh, I, I, I'd like to, I, I'd like to go ahead and send my girl Coco golf her flowers, um, watching her play and mature uh, during this uh, uh, the U.S. Open, and actually going down and really getting was you know uh, was out of her league in the first set uh, playing Sabalenka, and then came back. And I hadn't seen somebody that strong come back for a, a whooping like that since Serena. So to see her do that, um, and my hats off to her. And, and and I'm actually going to. My second prediction is I'm predicting the Jets to win this evening. Also.
4: All right. So, so. Uh, yeah. All right. in New York. Beefing. I'm um, making us go. Hmm.
3: Did you say me? I say Jets to the Super Bowl, um, but I'm not. <laughs> i 'm not beefing just and that is um, deon's uh, children and, and i 'm talking about deon junior <laughs> i 'm talking about Shiloh, and even sometimes travis Hunter um, um, but and Shador, but they are beefing with the coaches on social media, and i, I don't think they should do that as a matter That's of good. fact, um, Junior is you know reached out to the running back coach for Nebraska. Really early this morning. Hey, you know, you good? Um, and obviously there's some things that go on and I understand, um, you know, Nebraska on the logo. I think it's a little bit unprofessional to, to fight some of your dad's battle, um, so openly on social media and to then reach out to other coaches who you just played. Leave, leave that alone. And, and, and then to the old lady in the, the locker room saying, give me my theme music for Colorado. $12 million will get you a whole lot of access in the locker room for sure. So.
4: right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. You've been petty, Princess. You've been petty. Come on
3: now. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Give me my theme music. Okay.
4: <laughs> All right. To speak a little bit of what oh, you good. said, Princess, most of them guys, and, I, and you and I talked off air, most of them guys know EJ. And, and Larry does too. EJ was with Temple and Ruckers. It's E.J. Mm-hmm. Bartholomew, so he probably knows those guys, so they're going to probably go back and forth because of a relationship.
3: Yeah, and I agree with you, but even Shador in his press conference said, I don't believe anything Matt Rule says, and I ain't buying it. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I just think at some point you can't have that many voices. Um, and, and they're going to – or is no one going to try to corral any of this end, and maybe I'm just silly because it's worked so far, but somebody's got to have some sense and just kind of be quiet and let your place speak for itself, right? You can't be the voice, and then all of your children, too, are saying whatever they want to say. That's it. you
4: you probably right to a sense pressure, but they do it.
3: <laughs> oh, boy, if you don't sound like Rep. Yes, they do. Right. Yeah, and,
4: and 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 nobody speaks out against it, but when we do it, oh, we 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 catch it. So hey, whatever. whatever. I, my thing is, I, well, I don't know about the other part, but I just know I just know the running back coach in Nebraska. So I know he's having fun with that stuff. And look, we're too well, bad we, you know, we don't have a chance to get him on, Princess, to ask him about it.
3: Exactly. I saw the TCU fans really. Um, say some awful things to yes. to Colorado. I, I saw that. And then I saw last night, you know, Alabama told the Texas players, some of the black players on the sidelines, hey, go back to the project. And and, and it was being recorded. So this has mm. just really gotten, gotten out of hand, and I can understand that. But you're right. Um, but it's, social media has made all of us look really ugly if that's what you want to mm. do.
4: 30. Okay. All right, Princess, take us up out of here.
3: All right. So, um I'm I'm picking the Jets tonight too. Go go Tim Moore. Let's see see what can happen. <laughs> uh, I, I think Aaron Rodgers I think Aaron Rodgers really comes out the gate and wants wants to prove something. It's gonna be a good game. Um MVP. Thanks <laughs> to gentlemen. M- MVP. We'll see. Oh okay. I don't want all of that now. I'm I'm not crazy. But um also <laughs> congratulations to Coco Golf. Um, It was just good to see the emotions and the maturity, as Larry um, Tisdale said, too. So congratulations to her. Thank you, gentlemen. Um, Tisdale, Carlos, Bradley. What else, Doug?
4: I'm sorry, Princess. Aaron Rodgers is taking a flag. On the flag it has, thank you, Carlos, Bradley. (laughs) Oh
0: yeah! I didn't realize it's 9-11-20. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, this is, this is going to be a good game.
3: Yeah, it's nine eleven. 11 It's wow. going to be a lot oh, of
4: pomps and certain too. Uh, right
3: let's,
2: let's, let's not forget yeah. Buffalo's won that division two years in a row. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
4: yeah,
2: yep. that's
3: okay. Uh, There's a new sheriff in town. His name is Aaron. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> all right, gentlemen. Tim Moore, Carlos Bradley, Will Harris. Um I think Doc had to get off. A shout out to my girl Tori, Duck Riley with that bad foot, Larry Kisdale. Um <laughs> Yeah, I think I got everybody. Will Harris Carlos. You guys have a great evening, great week, okay? Be
0: good night. Be good Sam Be uh, safe.
3: All right. Never had a, a- Anybody know anybody know <laughs> Okay, Tim, I cut off the music for you. What were you asking? No, anybody know what's up with Jimmy Butler at the tennis match? I, I'm just saying. I'm sorry. You know what? <laughs> he said that. Him and Durant. <laughs>
4: look, there you go
3: starting something.
4: There you go, <laughs> Tim.
3: He just said that she grew up in his, in the in the city that he plays in, and he is just trying to be nice and support her. That's all that I read. Now, is oh, if okay. Duck, like Duck said, if you want us to make something up, you know we can but i no, hope I'm just i'm just curious that That's all. i hope that that 30 year old man <laughs> is not bothering a young lady that just turned 19 so uh, but you know it is 2023 that's Me all too. i can say i think he's and, wrong and he's right
4: and, and for uh, for reference uh greenbrier east uh football coach who is black in west virginia is uh coco's great uncle really okay. yeah Raynaud Lee is his name. All right.
3: So we had to make a a West Virginia connection with Coco Call. Okay, Duck, I'm done.
4: That's
3: pretty good. (laughs) go take your medicine. Okay. (laughs) Go, Jets. (laughs) Never (laughs) heard so good. All right, Tim, you done?
2: I'm done. I'm done. i am getting ready to see what we do.
3: (laughs) All right. All right, never had a subject. We'll see you next time. That's it.